Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Joel Malkin for WJNO.com. And, well, my election spotlight is uh, this time not on a race. Not on a ballot referendum, but actually on the election itself. We bring on Palm Beach County Supervisor of Elections, Wendy Sartori-Link. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. Uh, So we have our general election. November 8th is the actual election day, but a lot of folks will be doing the early voting. A lot of folks already doing the mail-in voting. Um, So I don't even know where to start here, (laughs) to be honest, because (laughs) let's start with the mail-in. Let's start with the mail-in voting. Um, So if somebody right now, um, if somebody's thinking about doing the mail-in for one reason or another, they don't want to go to the polls and uh, during early voting and they don't want to go. I'm a traditionalist, although I don't mind going mm-hmm. on early voting. I'm, I appreciate that it's available because of the nature mm-hmm. of my work. Uh, election day is typically a busy day for me. Uh, not as busy as yours is for you. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm nobody. sure yours is very busy. <laughs> right. So, um, so I like the, I do appreciate the early voting. Uh, but let's, you know, for folks that, that want to do the mail-in voting, what do they need to know as far as dates and things like that? So October 29th at 5 o'clock, which is Saturday, which is a Saturday, but our office will stay open to serve the voters, that is the last day that you can request for us to mail you a ballot. If you don't get your request in then, you can still come to the office to pick one up. Uh, but for us to mail you your ballot, you need to make that request by October 29th. Also, new law says that you have to provide to us uh, a form of ID. So it's going to have to either be your driver's license or social security number uh, or a Florida ID card. And it needs to be the one that you used when you registered with us. So a lot of folks don't remember what that is. So if you go online to make that request, our office, uh, our IT department has made it so online it will prompt you for the one that we have for you. If you call our office, of course, our, our uh, election workers are going to ask us ask you for the information we have on you. But if you're sending us in something in writing making that request, you might want to consider giving both of those forms of ID to us, your driver's license and your social, because otherwise it could be an incomplete request. That was what I was going to ask is what does somebody do if they just don't, they don't remember? But you're saying they could, uh, in lieu of that, they could do a Social Security number? Well, they've got to, what they've got to do is it's either the last four of your social or your driver's license, um, but it has to be, again, it has to be one that we can verify. And the only one we can verify is the one that we have on file for you from your registration. So you just call our office and check, or like I said, if you do go online, um, our website is going to prompt you for the one that we need. It will go back and look to see which one did you give us when you filled out. And that okay. So, and this is for if they're requesting it online, or also if they're requesting one uh, in in person. And for any request, for any okay. and all requests, we have to have that information. That's a new statute. And just so I'm clear, they need the last four: the social and the ID. I uh, know. 
It's or. So either oh. it's either your Florida ID or your Florida driver's license or the last four of your social. I know that people are touchy about providing the, the social, um, mm-hmm. but personally, I, if you can't remember, <laughs> that might be an yeah. easier way. But but I know, but I understand people are concerned about fraud and everything sure. um, uh, like that when it comes to Social Security uh, numbers. So October 29th is the deadline. If you want to have a, a mail-in ballot mailed to you, after that, you'll have to go to one of the Supervisor of Elections offices, and you're saying that your main one is open later than usual that day, but not the other ones, right? Right. So we're going to be open. It is a Saturday, that last day. So our our main office will be open. You can call the office and make that request by phone. Somebody will be there all day to answer it. And, of course, come by as well. So, yeah, we're going to try to make it as easy as possible for you. If you're doing it online, that's great. Just make sure it gets done by 5 o'clock because that's the statutory deadline. All right, all right. Well, let's um, – and that main office, of course, is in the suburban West Palm. Uh, it's either Military or Haverhill. It's been a while. I know it's right right by the uh, – <laughs> Military and Gun Club. Military, okay. It is military. All right, Military and Gun Club. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk early voting. Uh, I'm going to guess the date off the top of my head. I believe it's October 24th, I want to say, is the beginning. Good job. It is October 24th through November 6th. Um, and so it's it's essentially two two weeks in Palm Beach County. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes what it, it it wraps up the um, the uh, Sunday, the Sunday prior before, to the Tuesday, right. uh, which mm-hmm. is election day. So right. so two right. days two days prior. Um, so I know that you started during the primary. You did a thing uh, your early voter appointment program, and you had said back then. We're going to see how it works. Um, how did it work? It worked well. Now, we didn't have, to be honest, we didn't really have lines during the primary. So we didn't have a huge voter turnout, so there weren't lines. A little hard to truly test it, but those that did go through the process said, you know, it all worked the way it was supposed to work. So we're, we're excited about it. I think it'll be a great service to Palm Beach County, and uh, we are the only county in the nation that I'm aware of that is doing it. We tried to find others uh, because we wanted to find out, get some lessons learned. Uh, But it looks like we're a pioneer in this way. And so real excited to give people that chance. They can go to any one of our 21 locations. They go online. They say which location they want to go, what day, what time frame. We have them broken up into 15-minute time slots. So if they want to go at lunchtime, say, you know, they're leaving from their office at work, uh, pick the office, you know, pick the location closest to you, pick a 15-minute block, 12.15 to 12.30 maybe, and uh, when you get there, you can bypass the line, go straight to the appointments line. And then when it's your time slot time, we'll bring you right in. Now, we know, um, obviously, what, off the top of your head, do you know what the turnout was uh, countywide in the primary? Do you have that number? I we, I, I don't remember the exact number off the top of my head. I'm not at the office. Lower we, double digits, though, yeah, right? We were in. Yeah, I know. It was not. It was not great. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, so it we wasn't as great as we were. We were hoping with all of the local issues and school board and all, all the engagement that that it was going to be a, a lot bigger. I know over here at WJNO, I can tell you that. And mm-hmm. a little bit of a letdown, uh, you know. Um, right. There wasn't. Uh, you know, it's a primary, and and uh, 
obviously not a presidential year. Um, but uh, I would assume that the general election will be busier. Um, so will We're you certainly also, counting on it. <laughs> for, for, folks that, uh, for folks that don't want to make the appointment, they would just kind of want to be spontaneous, you're still going to have that red, green, uh, what is it, red, green, yellow dots on the website? Oh, yeah. Yes, you gone. Yep, you can go because, yeah, we still will have the regular just go in line. You can go onto the website and check the wait times. Same thing, you'll just go and it'll tell you, um, is it 30 minutes, 15 minutes? You know, it'll give you the wait times. We update those every half hour. And so you'll be able to see what your approximate wait time is. And that might help you decide which early voting location you want to go to. Some are traditionally. The north end ones tend to be longer, although we have added a new site up there to help relieve that. Uh, the so uh, the north, northern, like in the which which ones? The, uh, uh, north? So Palm Beach Gardens and Jupiter in the 2020 mm. election were our two busiest early voting locations. Interesting. Uh, so we have now added a, another site that's right in between our two old sites. So FAU Jupiter Campus is a new a new site up there to try to alleviate some of the lines that we had at those two very busy locations. Um, let me go back really quick to the mail-in voting. Somebody votes by mail. Uh, you know, the big, the big concern, you know, the, the folks that don't like mail-in voting will say something like, mail yourself a $100 bill. And if you don't <laughs> trust the mail to get the $100 bill, you know, where it's going, whether it's to you or your mail and somebody else said, why would you trust the ballot? What would you say first to somebody that, that, that has that kind of thought process? Yeah. Hey, I understand there's a couple of different ways you can go about it, though. Once we mail you your ballot, you can go online and you can track your ballot. It, uh, we have on our website at votepalmbeach.gov, you can go to the My Status button, and it will tell you whether or not you have a valid vote-by-mail request on file currently, tell you what day we mailed your ballot. Once you get it and you send it back, it'll tell you what day we received it back in our office. It'll also let you know whether there's been a problem with your ballot. Either you forgot to sign it, which a number of people do, or your signature didn't match. We have a lot of times where husbands and wives will sign each other's ballots, therefore you know, they technically don't match and we need to get those fixed. So we'll have different reasons why you may have an issue with your ballot. That will tell you that, and so you can get that fixed. And then also on Election Day, it'll tell you your ballot was counted. So you can track it the whole time, and if you see any issues or you think, gosh, I mailed that thing 10 days ago, you can call our office. If there's concern, we can always mail you a new ballot. We're only going to count the first one that we received back. So we can always send you a new one. And that now we have a new program, too, that – you don't have to actually even go online if you'd like. You have to sign up the first time. But once you signed up, we will proactively send you a notification. So it's called Ballot Tracks, and we will send you a notification either by email or by text or by phone call if you want us to tell you what day we mailed you your ballot, tell you when we've received it back, whether or not there's a problem with it, and then, of course, it makes sure for you to know it was counted. So you can go online, sign up for ballot tracks. Once you sign up once, until you opt out, we will just automatically send you those notifications. So that's brand new for this election? That is brand new for this election. So that wasn't even used in the uh, during the primary, mm -hmm. I guess? Correct. Right. Oh, wow. Just, just 
bringing it in for for the general again, trying to no matter which way you want to vote, we want to make it easy for you and make it so that you can feel secure and know what's happening with your ballot. Uh, one thing that I know that you have spoken out in, um, uh, I guess, in recent months um, about is the fact that some polling locations, uh, now this is for Election Day, um, have changed, correct? Correct. Yes, very important. Uh, we have a couple of different reasons. Maybe a polling location has just decided that they're not able to be a polling location for us any longer, so we've had to get a new one. Or because of redistricting and everybody, uh, the lines were redrawn, so precincts are different. Everybody has a new precinct number, and your polling location may have changed. And so we don't want people just going where they've always been because they're going to get there and maybe frustrated that they've waited in line only to find out they're not at the right place and they have to go to their correct one. On election day, you do have to vote in your own polling location by law. Okay. Um, let's really quick. The times for early voting, uh, they were typically, what, 10 to 7? Is that, is that what we're nah, doing? For the, for the general election, they're 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Okay. All right. So every well, you day, had to prove me wrong there. I thought I was doing a good job <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah, you, you do a great job. But, yeah, we, we extend them for the general because we, again, want to give folks going before work, after work, give everybody the right. most possible opportunity. So all 21. And 21 is, is more also than the primary, correct? 21 locations? We had 21 during the primary, but it's more than we had for 2020. 2020, okay. we just had 18, 18 so we added okay. three new ones. Mm-hmm. So three, three more over 2020, and like you said, that Jupiter, that extra Jupiter is one of those, uh, one of those Correct. three extra ones. Um, how, really quick, how do, you know what I'm thinking of stuff as we go. How do the ballot boxes work? I know we have new laws regarding that. How does that work if you want to go and drop off in a ballot box? Somebody has to be there when it happens, and how does that all work? It is. So they, the name, for one, people sometimes get concerned because they hear Florida got rid of drop boxes. Florida did get rid of the word Dropbox, but we now have in its place something that looks exactly the same, but it's called a secure ballot intake station. And so we have secure ballot intake stations at all 21 early voting sites. And during early voting hours, you can drop your ballot off at the secure ballot intake station. There will always be an attendant there. Same thing at our four permanent office locations, you can bring it to a drop box that will, they will also begin being open uh, once early voting begins, and they will always be attended. Uh, You'll see they have to be attended by at least one person. You'll typically see two people there, and they'll remind you, uh, did you sign your ballot? Did you date it? And also reminding you that the new law makes it a third-degree felony for you to possess more than two ballots that don't belong to you or your immediate family members. So we don't want anybody to inadvertently get themselves in trouble, so we just remind people about that law. Yeah, all right. Uh, that was the anti-ballot harvesting part of the law, I believe. Correct. Is what that was. That's right. Uh, deadline for somebody, and we're almost done here, but as we're going, I'm thinking of more no, stuff no. that, that uh, voters might be thinking of. Um, what would you say would be the deadline for somebody? Obviously, it's a soft deadline. I don't know if you have a, an official one, but somebody that's going to drop their ballot in the mail. They've filled out their mail-in ballot, and they want to drop it off and make sure it's counted. When would you say to have that done? 
I would say seven to ten days out is the last time I would do it just because you just don't want to take that chance. Even though we're going to get most of them within a few days, you don't want it to be your ballot that got hung up somewhere. And so seven to ten days out, because then if you're tracking it and you see that we're not receiving it, you have time to call us and either have a new one sent to you, or you can run out and do it during early voting or on Election Day if for some reason we didn't get it. So I think it's really important to be tracking it, make sure you know whether we got it. And, uh, but, you know, week to 10 days out is the last time I would drop it in the mail. What if it's five days out, they filled it out already, can they bring it somewhere and drop it off? Sure. At any one of the 21 early voting sites or any one of our four offices. So you've got a lot of places to drop it off. Uh, just ha- The only thing to remember is on Election Day itself, you cannot drop it off at a polling location on Election Day. You can drop it off at one of our four offices, but not at a polling location. And the last thing I think is very important, I don't mean the last thing, but something else is um, it has, doesn't really matter when the postmark is. For if you live in the U.S. and it's a domestic ballot, then we have to receive it by 7 p.m. on Election Day. So don't, you know, don't think that you can, oh, I got it postmarked in time. That postmark only applies to overseas and military voters because um, they will then have a little bit longer for it to arrive to us as long as it's postmarked. But if you're living domestically, you must have it arrive to us by 7 p.m. on Election Day. I believe um, you are uh, able to start counting some of these mail-in ballots prior to Election Day now. Is that correct, or am I misunderstanding something? Nope, that's correct. We we process them is really the term we use because even we don't see a tally of them. So we're processing them. We're putting them through the tabulation machines, but those tabulation machines are the all of the tallies are contained within them until we run a program when the when the polls close at seven o'clock or whenever the governor you know calls for them to close on election day. We then run a program that then pulls all of those totals from our uh, vote-by-mail machines, and that's when we know the actual tallies. But we started yesterday, actually, uh, processing the vote-by-mail. And then finally, you um, had been, and this was a few weeks ago, but you had been putting out the call that you needed hundreds of poll workers. Now we're uh, talking on October 18th. We are exactly three days from Election Day. Uh, are you still in need of poll workers? Is it too late if somebody wants to do it? Uh, what do they do? If Well, you know, if you're interested, we do still have a few classes left. Uh, so we are, we're wrapping it up. You know, we just, you know, we're three weeks out, we're getting close, but we do have classes through the end of the week. And, um, so we will get you into a class if you're interested. We definitely could use some more. We've uh, been very grateful to a lot of people who did answer the call and sign up to, to work with us, so we're thrilled about that. But we can always use more because people do, whether it's COVID-related, other illness-related, or you know, life just gets in the way. We do have a number of people that come election morning aren't able to make it, so we're always counting on having those extra folks. So where should they reach out? They go to the website or they make a call? Uh, either one. The website, votepalmbeach.gov. You can just go to the poll worker tab and 
you fill something out and one of our workers will contact you right away, uh, or you can call the office at 561-656-6200, tell them you're interested in being a poll worker, and they'll send you right to that department. Have you been getting back some of the folks? I know, um, you, from what I understand, you'd lost some of the folks, especially some of the older folks that had been prior to pan, uh, COVID, um, had been volunteering to, well, not volunteering because they get paid, mm -hmm. but, you know, doing they this. And, and some of those, I guess, had not wanted to get back. Are you getting some of those people back? We are. We're getting some of them back. A, a number of them are still concerned because it is a long day. And so we, uh, we haven't gotten all of our, you know, when I say old, I'll say, you know, previously existing poll workers uh, right. haven't all come back yet. So we are trying to, you know, fill that tank with, with new poll workers. All right. Have I missed anything? Anything? I feel like I haven't because we've been talking a long time. <laughs> no, I think you've got it all. Yeah, we're, we're really excited uh, about this election, if anybody you know, like I said, we started canvassing our opening process, the tabulation process. If we do have out of our voting equipment center in Riviera Beach, and we publicly notice when we're doing that, so it's open to the public. We seek to be the most transparent office in the state, so we would love for people to come take a look at how we're doing everything. And so, again, it is open to the public, and that's on our website the days that we'll be doing that. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, share this information, very important information, and um, definitely appreciate it. Wendy Sartori-Link. Uh, thank you so much. Palm Beach County Supervisor of Elections on WJNO.com. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.